Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we're continuing our conversation about uh, David Fincher movies. And today we're talking about Social Network, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, and Gone Girl. Yeah. All right. So uh, last time we ended on a very sour note with uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Now we're going to start on a sour note. It fucking sucked. I'm going, to, I'm going to talk talk about a very sour main movie. <laughs> I guess the book was more sour, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't read the book for this movie. Oh man, it's basically just the. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm illiterate. That's that's the Winklevoss twins basically just like crapping all over, <laughs> all over oh. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh wait, is it based on a, a book by the Winklevoss twins? Um. Well, it's it's written by uh, Ben Mesrick. So is it like commissioned by them or something? Basically? It was basically just like he interviewed them. Okay. Okay. And oh boy, they just <laughs> did ripped did into. They had some things to say. Oh, yeah, they did. Well, um, him and uh, uh, Andrew Garfield's character, Severin. Yeah, was also involved. I believe was also involved in that. They just dissed apps. That not nice. <laughs> not yeah. very nice things. Um. So this movie's written. We talked a little bit about uh, uh West Wing in last the last episode. Um, this is written by Aaron Sorkin, whose uh, quick wit is very present in the movie, and uh, I uh, I go as far to say as far as to say he is the greatest of cinematic smartasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Gosh, this came out in 2010. That's so crazy for me yep. to look at that. Just like, man, I was it's, just out of high school. <laughs> I was in the middle of high school. Yeah. Well, this was. It's about a year, I guess, out of high school. But it, either way, it was like one of those things. It was just like, it's coming out in 2010. Facebook's been around for like six years. Who cares anymore, right? Right. But man, yeah. no, this was this was. Great. I, rem- I remember when this movie came out. It's like, oh, face a movie about Facebook, exactly. a Facebook movie. With Jesse then, Eisenberg. Ugh. Right. And Justin Timberlake's in this. Oh, God. Yeah, like, yeah, Justin Timberlake and Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, what, the kid from Zombieland? Like, yeah, he's going to work <laughs> well in a, in a drama. Yeah, actually, I at the time I remember like getting him confused with Michael Cera, right? <laughs> Which I guess still had to happen sometimes, but wait, except Jesse Eisenberg's the more talented one. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. I can't, I can't stand watching Michael Cera in anything. So okay, so that's fair. That's fair. He was the first bad omen of uh, a very Murray Christmas. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> The only good scene from that was the Chris Rock scene. That's that's a one out of ten, by the way. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, again, uh, spoiler spoiler alert for all of these movies. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. If if you're that person, that so that, uh, just... so Jesse Eisenberg oh. dies at the end of this movie. <laughs> R.I.P. in in the piece. Yeah. Uh, like Mark Zuckerberg. Um, rest, rest in pepperoni. There, okay, there's. I want to go and just jump into like this one scene in particular that I love and I hate at the same time. 
Okay. The Hall of Mountain King, so like with the, uh, the song is playing while they're rowing, like doing the, the yeah. row competition. Yeah. Uh, with the Wing of All the Twins in the rowing competition. Oh, you mean it, this song? Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great, mm-hmm. it's a great scene, except it doesn't fit at all in the freaking movie. Because <laughs> it looks like a bunch of like little models. I hate because the, the way they shot this right here made it look like the, everything's like little models. Mm. I forgot what the, what that's called now. And actually I actually had, I should have written that down. Miniatures? Was it? Miniatures? Is that what you're trying to say? It's it's not miniatures. It's, it's actually yeah, it's actually them rowing whatever. But the way it's shot, though, it's yeah, they're on screen screen or something. No, like it's that. with the, no, no, it's with a certain lens. This lens turns it into mo- into like those little models, looking models. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So that was actually that was, they they were actually were actually rowing rowing down the river or whatever like they, they they were showing in the movie. It's just that the way that they shot it was with this crappy lens. I can't find the freaking name of this lens, but it turns it into that. Like, yeah. I hate every time I see that sort of, that sort of stuff. I, I've never had a problem with that scene. Yeah, it, it took me out of the scene immediately because of that. I was like, ah. Mm. But I was like, if you but if you watch it though, you love it. I love the I love the scene though. It's just like if you take it yeah. out of the movie, it's fantastic. Right. Um. So we talked a little bit about the score. Um. The Trent Reznor uh, and Atticus Ross score is incredible. Oh. Like it's probably one of my favorite movie scores of all time. Tilt shift, by the way, is what the. Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Okay, I looked up. Sorry. Um, funny little note that we, uh, you and I made a little movie this past summer, mm-hmm. where like the soundtracks of the movie pretty much like us was uh, Trent Reznor because we yeah. listened to that a bunch of times like on the way to locations or long way back whatever. Right, just to, like keep the keep the mood the same. And then we used it as temp tracks for uh, when when I was cutting the film. Oh yeah, we did. Try yeah yeah. And it actually works really well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With that music. If only Trent Reznor got <laughs> oh. our love letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only... Uh, uh, I, I've been writing him ever since... Uh, like him ever since I was a, a wee boy. Him and Atticus Ross haven't written back to us yet. <laughs> uh, no, I, I haven't written to Atticus Ross. Uh, okay. no, one remembers, no one remembers him. Oh. <laughs> they just remember... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Atticus. <laughs> Tell Trent to score my movie. <laughs> it's interesting that those two guys like I go and listen to those and they're like the next movies we're talking about in this podcast mm-hmm. um, were also scored by those two guys. Yes. So the, I mean, like obviously they, uh, they <laughs> obviously tra- this stuck so well that uh, that they uh, they just kept using them. It's like which it's great. Yeah. I mean they did a great job. So I mean, uh, there's I mean, like I I think Fincher's obviously had a interest in Reznor for a while. Because I mean, like, uh, like there's a there's a very weird remix of uh, "Closer," the Nine Inch Nails song in uh, Seven. Huh. It's in the opening credits. Yeah. Huh. It's <laughs> it's this very like weird like ambient version I of actually, the song. I honestly didn't know like uh, who made that song, so I wouldn't <laughs> right, right, right. those two together. <laughs> I'll, uh, that's probably the um, the intro song for that podcast. I do not listen to Nine Inch Nails, so. <laughs> I do. I'm a I'm an emo, emo teenager, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You're a millennial emo teenager who doesn't who doesn't like CDs or DVDs, and only likes listening to vinyl. Yeah, dude. The higher yeah. quality. Hey, guess what? What? I have uh, the first Nine Inch Nails album on vinyl. I only have them for display, though. I never actually listened to them. Well, it's, but it's a higher quality, right? It's, oh, yeah, dude. It's, uh, you know, let me tell you. 
Um, digital will never compare yeah. to uh, vinyl. Um, so back to Social Network, though. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so my favorite scene in the whole movie, I think, hopefully, I hope it's your favorite scene, too. Mm. Please, so it's your scene. When uh, Savern is being told, like, you, you're... That he's fired. Yeah, he's, it, like, he's getting cut out. Yeah, like, he's been, he's been diluted down to zero. And this yeah. what was it? Lap- Smashes the fucking laptop. No, it was right, right before that, though, right before that. It was like, and what was Mark Zuckerberg's started to let it down to it wasn't it kept saying that it wasn't it wasn't it's like oh yeah yeah it's just, it's so uncomfortable to watch that you're just like oh god right yeah, but yeah and yeah, like they're, the other two are just like off you know doing their own thing <laughs> and he's like he's like walking up to him and uh, what's uh what's fucking uh justin timberlake's character's name so, sean parker Sean Parker, that's right. Okay, so he's like he's walking by Sean Parker, and he's like, "Oh no, he don't don't talk to him. He's plugged in." Then he walks right up. You know, he's like, he's like, he is? Smash! <laughs> Are you plugged in now? You still plugged in? <laughs> Which by the way is, is very much Aaron Sorkin uh, writing. Right yeah. There. Oh yes, it is. It's brilliant. This this movie, like we we've talked about all the key elements here. This movie is the perfect team up. It is the we we like we we had said like. You know, Benjamin Button had all the right, uh, all the right pieces. This one had all the perfect pieces for this particular film. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like, there's like this shot in there where uh, it shows like the campus. It's kind of like just like just like this panning shot, of the campus. Mm-hmm. It's actually like three different uh, shots put together. Right. And it's like it's like if you watch like the, the behind the scenes stuff on the DVD or Blu-ray, or whatever. Right. Oh, it's it's fascinating the way they shot this movie. Oh, dude, the, the editing for all of these movies, like they will take, uh, they like they they did what uh like George Lucas tried to do with some of the Star Wars films, where he'd like use different pieces of takes, and like in the same shot, and it would look fucking horrible in those movies. But here, like the, the I guess the editors are actually good. So well, they have like this weird like face morphing scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Yeah, like the, they'll use, they'll be using different pieces of different takes, and it looks brilliant. Yeah, that's something you pointed out to me was like um, when uh, Severn and Zuckerberg like are outside and like Zuckerberg's kind of go down like, with this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the breath, like the uh, like really cold or whatever, which probably yeah. is wearing shorts, right? Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> the breath apparently is it's fake. Yeah, I, I had no idea that it was fake. It's for for some reason it's always stuck out to me, but like maybe it's because I've seen the movie so many times. Because get ready, guys, this is one of my favorite movies. Oh, drink. This this I I say that a lot because like you know I have like a top thirty or whatever. This is probably like top five. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's not top Uh, five for me. For this one, like this definitely it's up there though. Oh yeah, man. It's extremely, I mean, it's really well made. Um, I, I love the fact that, like, so Army Hammer had to play mm-hmm. two different parts, except, like, uh, uh, Josh Pence played right. uh, Tyler Winklevoss, Winklevoss yes. but then Army Hammer had to go in and mimic the exact movements that uh, that Pence was, that uh, Josh Pence yeah. was doing. There's, a, there's just... the, one, of, one of the commentaries on the disc uh, is... Like all the actors, mm-hmm. well, like a, I guess a bunch of the actors, um, and Army Hammer's one of them, and he's like <laughs> talking about how uh, he's like, oh, could you like not move around so much in this next take? Like, could you cut me a break? 
I can see that. It's funny, it's like, you know, you hear about Army Hammer now because of, like, uh, Men from Uncle or you know, poor guy, the Lone Ranger movie. Yeah. Um, but Josh Pence, not even, not, not a thing. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, even, even back then, like, you know, uh, like this wasn't the big buzz movie for, uh, Army Hammer or Andrew Garfield. Mm. And then they went on to kind of be in bigger movies that unfortunately, uh, didn't turn out so well. His experiment wasn't so amazing, apparently. Right. <laughs> like, just in Timberlake. He was, although he was a great Peter Parker. He was a great Peter Parker, that's true. Just the movie itself wasn't good. But, yeah. like, uh, I want to talk about Timberlake for a second, though. Oh, yes. This was probably his best movie, and it'll probably be his best movie of all time he's ever, he'll ever make, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he's a good actor. He's an actor, yeah. It's just, unfortunately, like, he when he does, like, do, like, movies or whatever, he, he's ended up, like, being, like, the worst part of it. Like, he doesn't play the main character. He should not play the main character. As a backup, mm. as, like, a supporting character, he's great. Well, unfortunately, he's just had terrible, because ter- like, he did, like, the only other things I've seen him in are Shrek the Third, <laughs> which is bad. It's just a bad movie on its own. And In Time, which is just a terribly written movie. Yeah. Unfortunately, I enjoyed Timberlake. I, I actually watched the movie. I was kind of surprised I actually watched it. I actually ended up watching it, but, like, I thought he was fine in there. It's just the movie itself was so god-awful that it's just... What What was the movie? Not talking about End Time. Oh. Like, I think I was, I was like, I watched it. Yeah. I think I was going to... I was like, I was like, I was it also has Amanda it. Seyfried in it. it was, Which you guys might... You might not know, guys, uh, is probably the... I think one of the worst fucking actresses in Hollywood. Take a drink. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Anytime I talk bad about Amanda Seyfried... Oh, let's do a let's do a Les Mis podcast. I'll uh, have lots of things to say. <laughs> I'll have uh, lots of things to say about Amanda Seyfried in that fucking podcast. You know, I want to. This why this why I want to watch that in uh, inside. Oh God, what's the name? Luen Davis. Luen Davis. Luen Davis. There you go. Luen Davis. Because Timberlake's in that, by the way. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, like and that's why I need to watch the movie as well. It's like I want to watch it. Uh, I want to watch it because it's a Coen Brothers movie. That too. Yeah. So, like, that's another good reason to watch. I like to watch him like in a, in a movie with another competent director. When he has a competent director, apparently he can do fine. Work. Dude, you know what? You know who he needs to work with next? Spielberg. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. No, yeah, absolutely. He could have worked with uh, Spielberg in the seventies, and that would have been great. Except Timberlake wasn't even really much alive in the seventies. <laughs> he was sort of alive. He was a little kid, but all right. Was he even a little kid in the seventies? Fuck, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> wasn't he like a teenager in the 90s or like 20? Maybe? I don't know. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck oh, it. No, he wasn't alive. Yeah, he was 81. Yeah. I thought he was old. I thought he was in his 40s, honestly, by now. But I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... He was in the Mickey Mouse Club, though. <laughs> yeah. Just fantastic. Him and... Um, uh, Britney Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them turned out all right. <laughs> well, one of them also doesn't have their dad controlling everything they do, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um we don't talk much about social network at all referee <laughs> as much as we should be <laughs> so anyway uh in sync uh <laughs> i don't think we need to go into like the controversy around this movie well, whatever i yeah, i fuck that. it's just the movie itself is fantastic just go watch right. it just yeah this is they completely ignore that that's dumb I'm going to go get my rating, by the way. It's a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. Like I said, it's on my hits in my top five. So, yeah. uh... Although it has one of the worst, like, 
uh, um, poster, though. Because <laughs> it has uh, Jesse Eisenberg's big dumb head in it. No, because it's, it's that. With, it's also like the fact that it's like, you don't get to uh, uh, five million, like five, fr- five million yeah. friends without making a few enemies. It's like, just plaster over it. That's it. I'm like it's just, Right, right. That's why I, like, I have the DVD and I'm like, ah. So just spoil yeah, the, the Blu-ray copy. The Blu-ray copy has like five different covers. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I might take uh, pictures of each one of them and like put it in the blog post or whatever that this uh, episode is posted on. My uh, my DVD cover is just like this. Just the, it's a it's a it's a black cover with the you don't get to five hundred million friends or whatever blah, blah blah. That's like that's like the cover for DVD, which I'm so happy that's like the cover. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, ah, because it's just such a dumb image. That's, a, that's at least a 1 out of 10 image. <laughs> I, I, I'm wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-rate this movie. It's, I'm going to average out to 5 out of 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the cover. Because the cover is um, They should okay, have fired so, that artist. So, yeah. Now that we've uh, prematurely given it a rating. Uh, the opening scene is so very good. Um, cause it lays out everything. Which is just perfectly. like everything you need to know about him. Yeah. It's yeah. just like right there. Right. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that until just now that was Rooney Mara. Yeah. I just, I just didn't even realize that. Yeah. It is another picture movie, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yep. Um, great actress, but, her sister, but, uh, not so much. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, is like, it was probably like the best choice. For Mark Zuckerberg. And, um... Because like, he, char- he has the awkward town. Right, right, right. And, uh, like, the, like the character is just, like, this perfect uh, leading force. Because, like, he's this asocial person creating an engine for this, like, for the sole purpose of creating a, a social experience. Like, yeah. it's... It's such an... Like, it's such an interesting story. N- not only that, but the fact that, like, all of these characters are, like, 19 or 20. Yeah. Like, like you have to occasionally remember that like they're like they're dealing with all these like um, these big issues and like all these court cases and they're just like 20 years old <laughs> yeah well it's interesting is that you know a lot of times I'm not a big fan usually of movies that like switch back and forth like the old past and present sort of stuff mm-hmm. like the way like a lot of movies I do it wrong this right, right. here I, it, it didn't take me out of the moment at all I kept it kept like yeah. going like, it actually because it has something to do with the flashbacks yeah, a lot of movies are just like, oh, here's a flashback now. Like, wait, like yeah, why? they're they're like, it's like it's presented in a like these these sort of like court hearings almost or the, the depositions at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the other part that bothered me was like, does Zuckerberg even actually have an actual Facebook? Or is it just like a Facebook page? <laughs> There's a difference. He, he he technically does. I think I don't know if he like he can't if it's like, him if it's him using it or <laughs> if it's just like a company owned thing. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, and again, um, like you know. He might be taking after like Tom from Facebook. It might be my Jesus Christ MySpace. Yeah, where like he actually was using his MySpace. Hmm. He uh, still uses, by the way, apparently. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Let it go, so, man. Y- yo, Mark Zuckerberg, like our our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. If if you real like our Facebook page, <laughs> please. Also, uh, also, can you please also fund our movies for us? Yeah. Oh, yo, uh, could you give us a couple million dollars uh, for our uh, for our movie? In- invest in Illumination Cinema ideas. Yeah. Oh, God, as if we didn't date these podcasts enough. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kanye West. You tell uh, here, us. Here's, Kanye. What, here's what we're, we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. 
Okay. We're gonna walk into the office with Zuckerberg's there. He's sitting there. He's like, "Okay, guys, I'm you know peer presented whatever." And then we're gonna say, "I'm CEO, bitch," and flip him off as I walk out of the building. <laughs> yeah. In my bathrobe. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you got many other notes for this movie, Chris? Um, I have a couple more. Okay. Not like much or anything. Should I should I rattle all mine off? Yeah, go ahead. Um, aside from Benjamin Button, this is like one of the most different movies that Fincher's done. Winklevoss effect was great. We already kind of talked about that. Um, Andrew Garfield's amazing in it. And then, yeah, I already said that one. So, what you got? Um, I love the differences between Saverin's deposition and the Winklevoss deposition. Yes. Like, the Winklevoss one, just it's like straight, like, it's uh, just, uh, it's just like, it's straight, like, money, money, whatever. Yeah. The Saverin one's, like, way more personal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because, like, you know, his friend or whatever, you just, like, you can just, like, feel the tension in the room. Just There's like... this beautiful, like, cut where um, Zuckerberg is, like, talking about, uh, like, they, they ask him a question, like, oh, why did you do this? And he's, like, because he was my friend. And then he, like, looks over to the chair and it cuts to the chair and there's no one sitting in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. The other one's, like, is, like, not very much of anything at all. It's just, like, the people that, like, played, like, his friends or whatever. You, they're memorable people, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember, like, who they were and, like, what they did, like, and, uh, Saverin being the, like, wicked yeah. and everything. <laughs> like, they're at the house or whatever, and they're just, like, jumping into the pool. <laughs> right, off the top of the, uh, off the roof, like, which I, I will never do. I love, I love that part where, like, he, uh, tosses the person a beer and, like, it, he, like, smashes two of them against the wall on accident. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Very, very college, uh... College yeah. people, idiot people. It's a uh, Silicon Valley, the fucking uh, the feeling. Yeah, but that's it for me though. I guess that though. All right, uh, man. I guess I meant ten out of ten on this one. Uh, ten Jamies out of ten. Yeah, for both of us. Yes. So we move on to. So speaking of Rooney Mara. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Rooney Mara, girl with the dragon tattoo. All right. Quick note here. I did not watch much of this movie, so go so ahead. Um, <laughs> very much like our um, Spartacus dis- discussion. I didn't finish Spartacus, and so basically Chris had to lead the discussion on that one. Chris didn't finish watching Girl with the with the Dragon Tattoo, but I did. So I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the past, but like, go ahead and say say why, Chris. Um. Both just like the rape stuff, which just looked too much for me, honestly. Yeah. I just, yeah, I can't do it. I was like, all right, just... yeah, okay. So, let me run down what happens after that. Okay, so like, did you get introduced at that point to Stellan Skarsgård's character? I don't remember, honestly. He uh, he killed the person or something, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, how long ago did you watch this movie? Last year, oh, Lord. when we were gonna do this podcast. Oh, god. That's us by the way, get, uh, to what this right here. Like, so Stellan Skarsgård is like one of my favorite like actors. Yeah. Like he's like like one of my favorite. Actors, but he's one of my favorite like the side actors or people like when it comes to or whatever. And he's just he's really really good. And mm-hmm. it's just when I get I get to watch him much in this right here. Or you Robin know, Wright was also in this. She was hardly in it. Oh, she. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she's barely in it. Um, I, was like, I had just read that she was. I was like, oh, that's cool. I you know if you if you skipped the rape stuff, you could probably watch the rest of the movie just fine. But the thing is, um, it's it's not on a, okay. So it's it's like Benjamin Button in that uh, writing wise, it's not great. But like directing wise, it's 
like amazing. It like it has this weird like clunky five act structure. Um, the mystery is like I just like obviously I I did not remember the resolution to the mystery. All I know is that like Stellan Skarsgård's like this creepy murder rapist person. <laughs> like so, the mystery is very uninteresting. But like the movie's supposed to be more about the characters, but that's not enough to save it because the mystery is like so bland. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna just go down my list of notes because I doubt I don't think I, I you do, have actually, any. I do actually. I have. I have actually. I have a note. Have a okay. Picture. So, Daniel Craig was obviously the stranger, but like he was apparently, at least that's what I read on Wikipedia. It was like, it was up against like Brad Pitt, Clooney, Viggo Mortensen, and Johnny Depp. Right. But because uh, because uh, MGM was like declaring bankruptcy and it was like uncertainty bit to you about like the Bond films. Right. Like, well, I have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Signed on for three movies. <laughs> Which, um, uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Uh, Sony's basically making, like, a B-grade sequel. Like, the, you know, they were, they had for the longest time, like, Fincher lined up for the sequel and, like, Daniel Craig and uh, Rudy Mara. But apparently they're just doing, like, a, a lower-budget version of the next two movies. Oh, really? Yeah, Why? so it's like, well, you know what? Uh, I'm kind of glad <laughs> because that means Fincher's not going to waste his time making two more uh, girl with the whatever movies. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. It was like the girl in the spider's web or whatever. No, it's girl who kicked the hornet's nest and girl who played with fire. Okay, so quick note: I have not read the books or seen oh, the no, Swedish that, versions. No, that was uh, that was one of the uh, rumors. I was like, well, that's one of the books, by the way. It's like the Girl, the uh, girl in the spider's oh, web. Is, yeah, there's like a is it like a fourth one or something? I yeah, guess. Guess so. I think there's only, I think there's only been three movies. The, the Swedish version. You, you, know you know what I haven't done, by the way. What read any of the books or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I just said. Yeah, which and I've never watched any of those stuff. It's just like I just. The, yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna kind of go through here and read some more of my notes. Um, let me let me read a, a couple of my good stuff. Great color palette and setting. The, um, I love the fact that Stellan Skarsgård's character lives in a glass house. That's, uh, it's a great, um, great imagery. That's a very interesting note, Tyler. Um, <laughs> um, it, it is interesting though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's a, it's a really cool, um, visual thing. Okay. So under like my, like meh notes. <laughs> The score is serviceable. It's like it's it's good for this movie, but like it's definitely not Reznor's best in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so I might as well just talk about the rape scene. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Uh, so like we we kind of talked about it a little bit. I, I think I even like alluded to because we were, like when we recorded the Kubrick podcast, we were going to talk about Fincher like in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like we kind of alluded to it a little bit, like not directly in any sort of way, but like like oh, this conversation is going to continue. <laughs> So, like, basically, my whole thing with it is, uh, so comparing it to, like, Clockwork Orange, uh, like, the rape scene, like, the, you know, the, the, like, the famous rape scene in that movie has a purpose. Like, you, you are learning about Alex's character, and, like, it gives a great contrast to later on in the movie, whereas here, you know, like, they keep talking about how important it is to the character, like... Like I was, I was watching the commentary uh, for this movie, 
And Fincher's like talking about, oh, you know, like we had to be very careful with how we handled this because, you know, it's one of the most important parts of the film. And I mean, obviously, like you didn't watch the rest of it, but like, like you know, to, to find out either way, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel the least bit. I, I don't feel like I learned anything new about her character after watching that. I can't remember if it was you or one of my other friends convinced me to continue watching Clockwork Orange just because it's like, well, no, just me. It, 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 it gets. Like, it's supposed to be so important, but, like, okay, so after after that scene, Chris, mm-hmm. like, there, there's, there's a couple instances here. She's, like, talking to this to this guy, like, this caseworker, and um, for, I guess, anyone who hasn't seen the movie, even though I told you that there's spoilers, it doesn't matter. This is this is just kind of an all right movie. Uh, don't don't watch the Gone Girl part if you haven't seen Gone Girl. That's that's the only important thing. Anyway, um, like it 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 starts out. The first one is like she he he forces her to give him a blowjob, and then like he like ties her to a bed and uh yeah rapes her, and then after that she comes back and then goes after him. That's actually where I stopped. Okay. Okay. So, because like she uses um, like the, uh, she like she, I don't, I don't think she nails him to the floor, but like, like secures him to the floor. Um, so like, I, I I guess the point is like, she's she's not to be fucked with, but like we already knew that about her. Yeah. Like she's like she's vengeful, but like yeah, we already knew that about her, and this doesn't hammer in the point anymore. It's just kind of. It's, it just ends up being really awkward. Um, so like, I don't know. It, it didn't, it didn't feel, um, like it added anything to the film. Whereas like clockwork orange does. And obviously like those aren't the only two rape scenes in film history, but yeah, yeah. But it, it's good um, but like, those are the, those are the two like prime examples of like, well, like doing it, examples. doing it. Yeah. Doing it well. And then doing it in a way that's like, not interesting whatsoever. Um, I will say like, I mean, so, but, but like taking it as a part of the film, you know, it's, it's a very tense, like they're both like all those scenes are very tense. They're very, um, they're, they're well done, but like, it's just, unfortunately from a story, uh, a story perspective, it's, it's not, it's, it's, I don't know. I didn't see the point. Um, although I will say that the aftermath of um of like the the actual like rape scene is so much more uncomfortable than the scene itself. Oh. Um I think you 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 did see that part, but like it's just this weird fucking like it makes you cringe even more cuz like he's trying he's trying to like he does like he's he's acting as if like he's done nothing wrong. And it's like, it's, it's, it's so much more fucking uncomfortable, even though like the scene is, the scene itself is horrifying. Um, but another, another thing about this movie, like another negative is that, um, the passage of time in this movie is so unclear because like, uh, I guess it like takes place over months and it, it feels like it takes place over the course of like maybe two weeks, Mm. but like the, um, like her the the scene where she's like getting revenge is apparently takes place over the course of two days. I thought it was just one night. Oh, but so those, so it's just kinda like it looks like it just blends all together. Yeah, yeah. Like the, oh. the the editing of the movie, like you can't tell whatsoever. 
um, I didn't know until I was listening to the commentary because David Fincher was talking about how uh, they like added digital blood and shit all over the floor for <laughs> that scene. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he said, like, uh, because it's been two days. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have much to say about this movie because, like, it's just so middle of the road for me. And then plus, I mean, you haven't seen it, so there's not there's not much conversation that we can have about it. Um, um, I, I give it a solid one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, it's just it's it's a very well directed movie. Like Fincher didn't hold, hold, fuck hold up on, here. Hold on. Okay, okay. I was like about to say something. Okay, never mind. I was, I was, Finch- I was writing my drink. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one of my favorite rape scenes. Oh, God. Is that like a thing? Like, what's your, what's your top five rape scenes? No, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Let me tell you about... Uh, I spit on, let me tell you about I Spit on Your Grave. <laughs> that, that's the movie just, that just kept giving. Those are the Times 100 or whatever. <laughs> There's like fucking five rape scenes in that movie. Oh, and they're all God. five in the top 100. <laughs> They're, they're the top five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. And then the remakes, man. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. No, I didn't watch the remakes. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> you know, I really wish that this movie was gone. So, uh, yeah, 6.5. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to give it a 6.5 or 7 out of 10. Maybe it 1 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.8. Because that's somewhere in the middle. Okay. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> hey, Chris, don't you just wish this movie was gone? Girl, please. Anyway, let's have a uh, commercial break here. <laughs> Stupid. Now that we've teased the next movie. <laughs> bunch of idiots. For you listeners of the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. Um, I would recommend uh, the movie that we're about to talk about here, Gone Girl. Uh, there's an audiobook for that. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty... I've actually read that book. It's a solid read. So go ahead and check that out. And you can do that by downloading your free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash icpodcast for your free audiobook and 30-day trial fantastic side note gillian flynn who wrote the novel also wrote the screenplay for this movie yes which i think is like one of the best things that they could have done with this movie this oh movie. yeah could we just go back go and just say it both like this movie okay oh thank fucking god oh thank fucking god you like it <laughs> I wouldn't like it. It's, it's, it's freaking Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck. Yeah, dude. Okay. Okay. So I was very worried. Um, cause you like, we, we were talking about this movie when we were, uh, shooting our movie mm-hmm. and you hadn't seen it yet, but you knew how it ended. And I was very worried, like just because of, especially because of how cynical it is, I was worried that you wouldn't like it. So I'm so happy to hear that you <laughs> hear that you like it. <laughs> it, it was, it's weird. It's like, you know, um, Whenever I was looking looking into the movie, whatever looked into like who's in it, mm-hmm. and it's Ben Affleck, uh, Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris, and Tyler Perry. Yes, and, and I mean, guess uh, what? Yeah, 
And guess what? That's Tyler Perry is surprisingly pretty good. In this it, movie. It's the best Tyler Perry movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I or know. Movie with Tyler Perry, sorry. And the, like the, the the weirdest thing is like you read the trivia for it, and uh, he's like. If I knew uh, that, you know, it's based on this really popular book and that David Fincher was directing it, I wouldn't have uh, signed on. It's like, you fucking idiot. You just got the best performance of your life and you're trashing well, this movie. Well, listen, man. The, all the Medea movies. <laughs> Medea kills her. Kills yourself, I wish. <laughs> Medea kills her husband. <laughs> Gone, Medea. Oh god! Except this movie, though, you find out that she didn't actually die. Yeah. Okay. This one's movie is like you're watching it and like you're thinking, okay. It it, maybe, ta- it like it brings you back and forth. It so does. Many you times. Think, okay, well, there's no way he did this. Well, maybe he did. He yeah. Absolutely. Because he because he, he, he acts so he's like yeah he absolutely killed it. like he he has like all these weird. There's so many like just beautiful little subtle things to the performance and like and that also it's like oh. She's alive. Yeah, like and there's then, just like, that one scene. And then you wish you that she had killed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Like, it switches, it switches over to, like, you wish that she actually he'll kill her eventually, like, hoping that somebody kills her, because she's, like, one of the worst people of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, just, yeah, there's just so many subtleties to the performance. And, like, I was watching it, um, uh, like, so I didn't know about, um, like, I, I watched it when it, like, uh, came out. Just like the moment that you see that she's like driving away, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's, interesting, um, it's interesting about this is like, this is based on pretty much those uh, the the Casey Anthony type stories where it's just like it gets grabbed by the media and just like, you know, yeah, aired by the me- mom just like it's gripping to the television. Yeah, like, yeah, the, just... like, the media coverage, like, the, like the idea so of, like, following... Yeah, 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 it's so, it's so, like, spot on. God, the girl that, um... I don't even I can't remember what her name was, like, the one, like, the, the, uh, the TV, the TV host, who's based yeah. on, by the way... Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace, who is one of the worst people of all time. I know. <laughs> I hate her. Um, they, they appear... I mean, she's, she's parodied, like, all the time. It's like, tell me you watch, like, this, this... The woman with the same haircut, whatever... Yeah, yeah, dude. You always see um, her. Dude, I like, oh my god, I like, I almost thought it was fucking her. <laughs> like when I did too. Like, like it happened the same thing. Like it was a show called uh, Boston Legal. Yeah. Where they had that kind of character was in there, and um, spoiler alert for this, I guess. Mm-hmm. So when the characters beats her over the head with a frying pan. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. It's my life. Because <laughs> we all want to. Because we all want to. Cause, like, because um. like what she does in there, she's like just. She's the most vicious. Okay, you know I I have a hatred towards um, towards uh oh god what's her what's her name the, the gossip columnist from uh Hedda Hopper Hedda Hopper I have a <laughs> yeah this is Hedda Hopper with it with the TV show yeah basically yeah yeah worst people actually was bad was like I think Nancy Grace was like was an attorney I believe I believe she was and like so she know. like somehow like she has authority over all this stuff whatever it's just yeah, like man. oh god. And I get the very end, like, where he's just like, um, and you said that, <laughs> you know, I killed her. <laughs> it's just like. You, you went on television saying I killed my wife and that I had carnal relations with my sister. <laughs> you're like, I would just go home with the story goes. No, she's like, I didn't say you had carnal. You implied I it. Did, I didn't use the I word. <laughs> you implied it. Okay. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, this movie is so good. Like, like I, I, I feel like. In terms of, you know, telling a good story, like, um, 
gone not gone girl uh girl with the dragon tattoo was like a misstep but this is like goes right back on the correct track from uh from like the social network just such a beautifully shot movie with like amazing like just like an amazing color palette and mm-hmm. just oh it's so great it's so great okay this is the i saved this podcast so um i saw because I, I was with my friend and they friends they decided that we're gonna watch a really dumb movie mm-hmm. called Chasing Amy. Yes. And the woman in this in this movie here is called Amy. Yes. And mm-hmm. Affleck's in this movie. So yep. every time He's in both Amy, movies. Every time they say Amy, I'm just like thinking, oh, Chasing Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's it annoyed me so much. It's a dumb movie. <laughs> don't watch that movie. Either. Don't ever watch Chasing oh, Amy. Oh, I know. I know. It's it's uh not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's a Kevin Bacon movie. No, I love Kevin Bacon. That's like, that's Kevin guy. Bacon, that fat sack of shit. We need to have a Kevin Bacon podcast at some point. <laughs> anyway, Gone Girl. Yeah, um, Gone Girl. Yes, Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the uh, detective in your uh, Kim Dickens. Yes, um, she's great. She was. She just felt like she felt way more real to life than normally what you'd see in movies with the police officers or whatever oh yeah yeah like, she's not just like you know a lot of times you like the jumping to conclusions like yo this is whatever yeah yeah and like she going. like she only jumps to conclusions like once when she like the evidence is stacked against him and like oh yeah and you, every you, every single time by the way like i love in this movie how like every single time he gets ahead like amy's one big step ahead <laughs> or nick's uh mistress decides to go on tv yeah it's just like, or like yeah like some something goes against him yeah like, constantly Kyle like opens up the garage and the, uh, the uh, storage room is just like yes. all this stuff and you're just like and I'm sitting there just like oh he's so fucked <laughs> yes he's toast and th- like th- and then that's that's the cut that's the cut to her being alive and it's like oh my fucking god everything makes sense now because <laughs> yeah. I thought that I was like oh I was like oh man so he might have done this. Yeah, that's, that's what I was still like on the, that's why I went to the, he might have done this. He's absolutely did this. And then like, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's still a bad person. <laughs> well, at first though, I was, I was, I was in absolute, like, um, I, I was in denial that she was alive for like the longest time. Like when, no, she, was, when she was on, she was on the road or whatever. I was like, this is absolutely like, you know, his dream. Like he's dreaming this right now. This is, that's something, yeah. something is wrong. Like it was, it's too Dude. nice looking. It's no way. And then, Dude. and they're like, "What's he like?" She gets to, went to the like the hillbilly whatever place. I guess. Right, dude. Oh, like that's that that cut happened to just like, like all the and like the music in that scene. Like yeah, the light, like the like the warm light. I I jumped right in that fucking pool, man. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> like like, dude, this like this movie was so fun. Like this. Like, you know, I thought I was kind of keeping pace with the movie. It jumped so far ahead of me in that fucking race. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is incredible. Um, I was so happy. And then, like, you know, Patrick Harris, like, he showed up a little bit, like, early in the film before mm-hmm. uh, his main role, I guess, popped up. Right, right. Oh, God, that was, like, so much blood that came out of him. When he yes! his neck. I was like, yes! well, I, was, I was waiting for it to happen. Like, I was like, okay. She's gonna like yeah, like she gonna... like she's gotta have a she's gotta have something. There's, there's well, a con here somewhere for like her to kill him or something. Yeah, something like that. A con to happen or whatever. 
But then she just goes slice. I was like, oh. Yes. Oh. It's so fucking great. And then like, oh, then, then that out. fucking thing. That fucking thing she like rolls off. Like she's like covered in his fucking blood. And then she just kind of like flicks her hair over. <laughs> like it's the most fucking amazing. She's, Rosamund Pike is so fucking good in this movie. She's a psycho. <laughs> she's such a fucking psychopath. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, we were talking about it earlier. Just like the kind of subtle hints throughout the movie. Like Amy is too perfect. In the uh, in like her diary entries, mm-hmm. um, I mean like she like she's got sort of a a negative side. Well, I was gonna say like, I noticed that too after once they did the reveal. I was like, oh, you know, she really faked this. Yeah, yeah, like, like she like she had her negative side. Like she complained about stuff. Um, like it's like okay, like you can kind of see where Ben Affleck was coming from with um, like kind of thinking she was bitchy, and then like it cuts to you know she, she's alive and everything, and you you learn um, that you know. She fakes her personality for every single guy she dates. Well, she also, like, she turned a guy into, like, a sex offender. Which right. Which is just like, oh, God, this poor guy did nothing at all wrong and just... Right. And then, like, when when she, uh, like, just, just, like, slowly throughout all of her, like, you know, they'll do the cut cutaways to, like, her diary entries. And, um, like, her eyes just get slowly and slowly, like, just get more and more black like throughout the entire film until like, you know, the big reveal that she's, um, that she's alive. And she just like got this blank look on her face, just this psychopathic look on her face. It's amazing. Well, I like that, like the little calendar she had was keeping with like the little notes. Yeah. The one that just says kill self question. Like, mark. And she's like going through different months. It shows it. Yeah. Yeah. She hit herself in the face with the hammer. I was just like, oh. Yeah, man. That was hard to watch. I was like, oh. I know, because you like, like, she has like the toothbrush in her mouth. And you're like, like, what the fuck is she doing? And then like, she's like lining it up. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, oh, oh I don't, I don't want to watch this part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like, so and then get like, real. yeah, like just, just talking about uh, Rosamund Pike for a second. Like when she was like, just one more thing about her performance, uh, like the gaining and losing weight, uh, for all the different pieces of the story. It's, uh, that was, that was, that was great. That was great. I'm glad they, like they went that extra mile, that she went that extra mile. Oh yeah. Thankfully she didn't go like the Christian Bale route. Yeah. Yeah. Put on a bunch of muscle and then, uh, lose everything and then put on a bunch of muscle again. Um, I, I said, I think I said earlier that like, you know, like uh, Ben Affleck's character is still a scumbag. I think every single person in this movie is a bad person except for his sister. Yeah, I was gonna say you better not say his sister's a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's great. Yeah, like she's you know she's probably trying to be as supportive as I mean, that her family members would act in this. Right. You yeah. Know? And the freaking... and she really wants to believe like even like even when it's like it it feels like it's so obvious that he did it, like she doesn't want to believe it. Oh. Oh, let's talk, about, let's talk about the parents for a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the mom was, you know, obviously. The dad was just kind of like, kind of guess, kind of go along with it. For a little, I thought he was kind of going right. along with it a little bit. Like, he just went, like, straight onto the side of, like, just, oh, God, just jumping to conclusions as well. But right. uh, there's that line in there when uh, Amy's back. Ben Affleck turns to them, and he's just like, Are you, aren't you proud of her? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> you must be so proud. You're so proud. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> that thing's getting it's not because it, because it's like yeah it's like um <laughs> like to them it means like oh you must be so proud that she's okay like you know that she's that she's so brave <laughs> when he's actually saying you must be so proud because she's such a fucking psycho <laughs> yeah 
Oh, that man. Nestle, uh, was it a double entendre? I think is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have two more notes. Uh, three. Three more notes. Okay. I ran, um, I ran out of notes, by the way. I ran out. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go in the just the right order to kind of, ho- hopefully you can kind of get something off of this. Just a, a small thing that doesn't even really matter. Uh, the opening credits. I love how, like, instead of, like, the usual four seconds, it's two. Just, like, keep your eyes darting around the screen to, like, like make this, like, nervous energy. <laughs> um, I thought that was cool. Uh, the score, again, uh, Trent Reznor and uh Atticus Ross it fits so perfectly for this movie mm-hmm. um I guess I have to like rank this second with the social network although I will say I will, I will not be buying the soundtrack to this one yeah like there, it's, it doesn't have like the social network um it had like defining work. music in there like, it yeah like, it yeah. has like it has defining tracks this yeah. is like this has like a, a a motif okay yeah yeah so like I mean it, it doesn't work um uh, just like for sitting and listening, yeah. like you know, I could probably download like I wouldn't I wouldn't buy the whole album. I would like download you know a couple pieces of it. Yeah, and um, I think those would like like three tracks from the from the movie. It would be fine, but yeah, I I definitely wouldn't buy the the whole album myself. But it's it's like it's the perfect score for this film. Yeah. Um, uh, oh oh, actually, I had one more note. For this one. Okay, I go ahead. Missed it. Uh, which is in the house. Uh, the Harris's house, and she like runs to the to the window, like uh, she's like, got like the wine, yeah. like, to to make it seem like he raped her. Yeah, it's just like I was in here, just like oh, what a just bad, that extra little piece what a to bad like person. What a yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, I mean like Neil Patrick Harris's character is also a bad person, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> was yeah, it, yeah. he's you know he's not he's not a bad person. He's just. He doesn't mentally deserve, like, ill. He's he's mentally ill and he's dangerous, but uh, because like he was he was gonna trap her there, yeah. But I mean, you know, she's also a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, pretty much. I don't know. They could they they deserve each other. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like that scene, like because I mean, I uh, obviously she she probably could have gotten away um, with just like just leaving and. Or, or, or like even even if she killed him, like she could have gotten away with it, just if she just you know left and came back. But like adding that one extra thing, just to like, you know, prove her innocence or whatever, like like that you know she she did it out of desperation. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, that it's it's so manipulative and ah, uh, what a bad person. <laughs> um. But I I love how like. My last note is that I love how like hopeless the ending is. It's just like once again, just like he he was he's he's totally ready to like you know, uh, he's totally ready to leave, and then she's one fucking step ahead of him. Yeah, with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the only hopefulness to it they had was like, well, eighteen years more <laughs> still late. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm the cunt you married. Yeah. <sighs> and she really is. <laughs> Oh man, so you know I wrote down nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. You switch uh, to ten out of ten. I got nine point eight out of ten. Mine's, mine's pretty close to that actually. Mine's a nine point three out of ten. Okay. It lost just a couple, although, couple points. Although just because annoying go, freaking that stupid assistant that uh, Kim Dickens or uh, oh yeah the had. other the other police officer God, that little dweeb I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although I love, I love watching him in the background, like just his, uh, like his reactions to like Ben Affleck's, um, like little, like whenever, like whenever he's checking out the other officer while, like while they're looking through the house <laughs> and, uh, like he just kind of gives him these looks like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, I, just, I hated him so much, but, um, uh, also, also, mo- also, Layla's points for making me like Tyler Perry in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no. Uh, that that other point too might I don't know. It, it could go up to a ten. So th- this 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 will fluctuate for me forever from a nine to a ten out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. Um, however many Jamies I feel at the time. Yes. That's that's the last of the movies we're talking about. Uh, I can't wait for another David Fincher thing. Uh, which, which will be House of Cards season three. Season four, Jesus Christ. Uh, how involved is he with House of Cards at this Shut point? Shut up. <laughs> it's close enough. Who knows? Um, but he, he does have a new Netflix series launching pretty soon. Like, either this year or next year. Oh, cool. And I, th- I think it's a detective thing. So that, I mean, that's perfect for him. Yeah. Um, Chris. Yes. Rank these movies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Number one, The Social Network. Number two. Gone Girl. Number three, Fight Club. Number four, Seven. Number five, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Number fucking, like, 53, uh, (laughs) The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. All right. I changed my mind a little bit. Okay. Number, number six. I'm going to go from six up to one. Okay. So six. Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, which is funny because the next one is Girl Check Tattoo number five. <laughs> Though I didn't finish. <laughs> Somehow better. <laughs> it's a better shot movie in every single the, the way. way the like... way you described it was sounds a lot better than the Curious Case. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah. Number four. Oh, boy. This is where it gets really hard. Yeah, I know, man. Um, I'm going to have to have to go with seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but like I mean, like the the other three are just so good, like they're. Oh, yeah, I know. So what's they the, are better than seven. What, what am I on now? Um, three. So three, Fight Club. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna, wonder if we're gonna have the exact same ranking. Then Gone Girl and the Social Network. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you tried to ex- distract from having the exact same list as me by going in the it was, was like I, I kept switching around Gone Girl and Fight Club. I kept doing that. They, they are, yeah. they're tied. Let's Dude, just, it's, this. it's okay. Let's, yeah, let's sure. say they're tied. My list are tied. There you go. They're both great movies, but I think Gone Girl's better just because of like how like fucked up the characters are. I don't know, man. <laughs> God. <laughs> then again, yeah. Well, like the thing is, they're more like they're more realistic than Fight Club characters are. Really? You think so? Oh know. yeah, I, 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 like the I, I the, the Fight Club characters are like cartoon characters almost. I know. I know. Whereas like uh, the Gone Girl characters are like actual sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, that's that's my ranking though. It's yeah, our our ranking, I guess, the same one. Yes, nice. Uh, we I think this might be the first time we have the exact same list. Yeah, we've been close sometimes. Yeah, but it's yeah, man. Yeah, sweet, awesome. I like whenever like we have like my number six is like your number one or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Draw with you. Um, uh, social networks number six. Fuck you, Chris. I love Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> Fight me. 
I want and you to hit me as hard as you can. Do you want me to fight you in the club? Okay, we're gonna just do we need to stop <laughs> going too long. Chris, Bye. I need you to hit me I'm, as hard as you can. I'm done. Bye. Bye. What's in the fucking box? Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com.